Welcome to Fabulous After 50, the podcast for women wanting to make the most of their lives. My name is Julie Kennedy, and I am your host. Well, welcome, everyone. Today, we have Katarina Hansens Carlson, founder of Global Leadership Schools and Destiny International 11, where she helps individuals who are considering starting their own business determine if it is the right thing for them. Now, I find this a particularly relevant topic as I consider the amount of women in our 50 plus tribe who are exactly looking at that, at creating their own business. So welcome, Katerina. Delighted to have you here. Let us start with you sharing a little bit about yourself and, and why you do what you do. Thank you, Julie. Well, it actually took me a long time to get to a place where I felt really, really fulfilled. And this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I started off as a teacher and I didn't like the education system. I went to a very good college, Homerton College, Cambridge. I loved it there. But when I first started teaching, I felt I love the actual teaching, the interaction with the children, but the system really doesn't work. This was a school in London and it was shame based. And I got on very well with 3J, J stream. We all know our alphabet. So J was in trouble, basically. And I was supposed to teach them French. They told me they were going to do the same as the last French teacher, throw me out the window or help me throw myself out the window. And they were going to make me cry. And that was the best thing they said to me. And I said, no, I'm here paid to teach you French and French I will teach you. And I did. Mm. I found a way to teach them. And they were, they had their, their final exams were, the lowest, lowest mark was 68%. The highest oh. was 98%. And so, of course, they asked me to stay at, at the school and teach the so-called hated 3J. Right. Which is terrible because, I mean, yeah. I was in the staff room and people go, oh, my God, I've got 3J. And I oh. was just a new teacher. But yeah. I thought, wait a minute. These are human beings. Yeah. They have a right to, to speak French and pass exams. They are yeah. as bright as they are. But anyway. So I became a psychotherapist because I wanted to understand more about human nature. And at one point, I was uh, one of the top in Stockholm. I had my own therapy center in Helsingborg in the south of Sweden. Still, that wasn't it until I found this. Right. Greatness and vision. Okay. Those are my core values. And from that, I created the entrepreneurial blueprint not only for myself, but for everyone else. You know, who are you, first of all? What are you up to? Where are you going in five years? But what stops you? You know, we have a saboteur. We all have one. And Mm. when you find your false identity, your weakness, and you realize the impact on every area of your life, and you reframe it, this becomes so powerful. And wow. I do this one day, and now we're doing it in schools as well. <gasps> Fantastic. And what I believe in, Julie, is that we all need to be fulfilled. We need to be in alignment with our identity, with sure. our purpose, with our vision. If we all were that, we would have no hospitals, no prisons. Yeah, People wouldn't exactly. go to prison. They're too busy enjoying their lives. Right. 
I totally agree. And we all know that and that the beauty is also that, as you were saying, it took you a long time to find where you are. I mean, that's what life is, right? And and you're a lucky one because some people still at the end are struggling. And that's also why I'm glad we have this topic because people think, oh, well, you know, by now, you know, I'm 50 plus, I should know. But we don't. We know more and more that we're not being the whole of who we are but we discover as you say you tried something and it you know those children and the education brought you on to to understanding the brain and the mind and how we work which brought you on to the next thing and each time you continued your mission defining it that little bit more precise and I think that's that's uh, amazing and I love so the the topic that you made today right it was it's about finding our brilliance we all have one you know some people say well we're born brilliant yeah. yeah Kiki and I are writing a book called Born Brilliant, and we're going to mention what is not working in the school system, what right. are our solutions, and when are we going to do this? Fantastic. <laughs> so, I mean, you do this for children and for adults, right? Yes, yes. but the last 20 years has been mainly adults, but now I'm starting with children. Yes. Actually, starting with one today. I mean, entrepreneurial brilliance. And then, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think if we're talking about being entrepreneurial, right? And and if I understood well, so most of your job with adults is helping them find, so first of all, discovering who they are, as you were saying, but also for those who do want to take the entrepreneurship path, you know, to really then define, because it's very important, right? If you're creating your own business, you know, you're, that's based on you, right? So there's that side of it, but then there is also the entrepreneur side. And as we mentioned on just rapidly before I mean now children are becoming entrepreneurs very early right before that didn't exist you had to go through your whole you know curriculum etc and you probably lost quite a bit of your creativity by the time you actually came out the system on the other end but it is still about about values about knowing what you know what your mission is so what sort of clients come to you what kind of clients mostly they come from the corporate world right They've gone through the educational system. They've got top grades. They've, they have a top corporate job and they're not fulfilled. Mm. And they feel threatened by AI. Right. Which could take their job in the next five years. Right. So they come to me and they say, I have no clue really who I am as an entrepreneur or what I'm going to do. So I want to have my blueprint first. Right. And then I'll work with a coach because I don't do the coaching. I In one day, I say, this is who you are. You're wow. real, authentic person. But so how do you do that based on, on, on different... Okay, I'm not asking for your trade secrets. No, 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 but no. It's, I mean, it's a great question. It's based on neuroscience, but we go into your emotions. We go into your past. Who have you been at your most brilliant? Because mm-hmm. that's who you... And if you were five years old or seven years old, or 70 years old, it has no relevance. This is who you are, and this is who you always will be for the rest of your life. Because what happens in schools is, is we get dumbed down. Yes. We get yes. treated as if we are not worthy. Our opinions are not worthy. Shut up, sit down, listen to me, take the test, do the exam. That's it. I don't want to hear from you. Yeah. We are squashed, as you say. We're squashed. We're squashed. It's question to a mold. Yeah. We have to fit in. And if you don't fit in, then, then you fall out, basically. Yes. Right. Yes. And basically, our, our schools are factories. And, and that is the problem. That we, what we need to do is to discover the child's brilliance before the age of seven. 
and then find, yes, and find their entrepreneurial brilliance because they're natural born entrepreneurs. Yeah. Every child wants to have an entrepreneurial business. Yeah. yeah. For example, I would say if a child wants to sing, then that should be part of the curriculum for him or her. Right. So it's a tailor-made curriculum, right, that yes, we need. Yes, absolutely. So children should be learning three languages before the age of six because they're linguistic geniuses. And I agree. they don't have to be able to read and write them, just speak yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. And, totally agree. And, 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 and what are they doing at play school? You know, they can be learning three languages. There's so much on the internet. And in a fun way, right? We're not talking well, about, course. you know, certain countries do do that. I mean, I've come across them in the places, some of the places that I've lived in the world where certain nationalities in particular, you know, these children are grilled. You know, there's no free time. There's no creative time. They're learning languages or learning chess or learning this or learning that. Whereas that's not what you're talking about, right? You're talking about learning in a in a fun, playful yeah, in a way. Fun way. Games yeah. and, you know, there's all kinds of linguistic games we can play yes. and children think that languages are fun i yes. mean you're a perfect example julie you yeah. are cosmopolitan you learned several languages i learned yeah. two languages as a child how many languages do you, do you know before you were seven years old well before seven two Two. two and the others came after but i think from the point of view that you already have two as i was trying to explain to somebody somehow you first of all the fear isn't there and then you just create extra blocks yes you just create extra blocks yes. and it's i mean i have no i picked up languages very fast i wasn't good at school but i picked the languages up if it's done wow. in a fun way and i want to communicate i mean i did german and spanish as well and at school it was so so you know and then i lived in austria i worked in austria spoke same with spanish i mean i struggled less with spanish because it's easier as a french speaker but still i learned it late i learned it at university but when i went there i wanted to communicate i actually ended up working in spanish as well and so that's when when the fun you know, I want to communicate or like children, I want to play. I was seven when I arrived in France. I didn't speak a word of French, right? I arrived from Britain three days later. They put me in the French school. The, the international school didn't exist at those days. So, I mean, literally, I just sort of sat there with big open eyes. And within six months, I spoke the language fluently, including terrible words, you know, because I didn't really make the difference between what I picked up on the playground and what I picked up in class. So I remember in the car, I would say to my mother, what does this mean? And she said, oh okay right we'll leave that one for now it's not a very beautiful word you know I was learning all these swear words and everything and bringing it all in together but yes I totally agree what you say and and I mean yeah well this isn't the place for us to talk about curriculum but I would love to have you back on that one because I understand the need for us to have some sort of a system to yeah. help you know because otherwise it's sort of anarchy I really saw two of the what I see as sort of extremes okay it wasn't Montessori but I mean I put my children in the IB with the idea that I found that of the ones that were available to us as expat parents it was the one which did give the more place for individuality for different ways of learning for the right to express yourself to not agree with the big thinkers and how I was brought up which was in well first of all it was a, a while back it might have changed by now but in the French system which really is you learn off by heart and you spit it out and we don't care what you think but anyway let's get back to today and the reason that you're here because finding our brilliance at 50 is important my motto is if not now when you know 50 we're not we're not sitting there just 
waiting for the end anymore. We probably have 30, 40, maybe even our best years ahead of us where we do know ourselves better, where we maybe have a little bit more income, where we are maybe less besieged with, am I going to find a husband? Am I going to have children? What career do I want? But where it's time for us to shine and to also give back. So, okay, you said all sorts of people come to you. Now we, and it's one day. Did I get that well? That in one yes, day- it's actually- between four and six hours so it's about five hours and we have a break in the middle for lunch but but otherwise we just do the whole thing because it stacks yes, you yes. your identity first and very few people do that you know your identity is essential yeah. who you are yeah. who you are not and then yeah. transform that reframe that then find your brilliance your purpose and your why and then your vision. Wow, it sounds so inspiring. It sounds like the sort of gift you should give yourself. Well, it's almost Christmas, so maybe this is the gift that we should give yeah, ourselves, exactly. right? <laughs> you mentioned lunch. So is this something that you have to do in person? Or no, no, it's, it's online. online. So, it's online. so they oh, that's just great. take a break. They go eat their lunch. I eat my lunch, yeah. Right. Person as well. So. Right. Now, for those who, who, who are just listening today, you know, I always pride myself on saying, okay, give us three tips just you know, value added. So for, for people who are thinking, gosh, yeah, I mean, do I really know who I am? I mean, so many of us are still carrying with us everything that we've acquired through life, right? I mean, I liked your idea of seven years old because I always see that as the period as from then on, we accumulate what others say about us and we don't know who we are. We, we've been told to not be a certain way or we've been told that we are this because once we dropped a plate and somebody might have said, you're clumsy and yeah, okay, I'm clumsy. Whereas that is not who you are. So it's a lot of, you know, we spend the rest of our lives undoing whatever we picked up those first seven years, what what tips would you have? I would say, be true to yourself. I would say, you know, if you're lucky enough to have parents who really care about you and don't want to mold you in a certain way, but really observe you, your brilliance, what do you do in your playtime? What do you do when you're not in school? What do you love to do? and nurture that. I actually have grandchildren and I have lunch with them every single Saturday. And we, we sit at a little table together and we have conversations and we paint together. Uh, I have a, a gallery full, I don't know if you can see it behind me. I have a gallery full with of their paintings. their paintings. Every wall in my kitchen is, is covered with their paintings. So what I would say is the best way is to, with your creativity, start off with learning several languages, even if you you don't travel. And then you talk about now from 50. Now from 50? Or you're talking about for children. I'm talking for children and yeah. all, all the way through. <laughs> yeah, because I mean one thing is is the tips that I want is for the 50 plus audience ah, okay. now. But yes. but at the same time, you know, you're also triggering that discussion that I had actually also with Kiki indeed and I was talking to you off record of the importance of the grandparents nowadays as yes. those who do have more time to to actually not you know say okay go and do this go and do that I'm busy I've got to finish work etc like poor parents are very frazzled nowadays schools also not really coping with all the emotional needs or the the individual space that they need in order to explore who they are so actually I mean you know th those would also be very good tips for the 50 plus for those of us who have children grandchildren I mean or who have nieces yeah. or who have the neighbor's children 
is to, to develop that. I take you seriously. I'm looking at you. Who are you? What do you like? You know, what makes you laugh and ask them questions. And as you say, paint together and then hang them up. <laughs> um, for 50 years, I would say, yes, you've arrived at a certain stage in your life that you're not too worried about money, but you may not feel fulfilled. You may have done what? very well in school, have a top job, but just feel it's not actually you. Right. So it's never too late. I would yes. suggest that you do an entrepreneurial blueprint and find out who am I really? Mm. Who am I at my core? And what have I got to offer the world? Right. Because I really want to be fulfilled. I really want to serve other people. And yes, I will get paid and maybe paid very well. And it may not be the equivalent of your salary it may be a lot more maybe a lot less but the thing is you're going to be fulfilled every single day right and it's going to motivate you every single day because you know that you have a gift and you're giving that gift to others exactly and, then, and in a way it also makes sense right i mean at some point there is retirement and sometimes you know people also are being ousted for maybe younger employees who are more up to date with tech and, and that sort of thing. So, I mean, it is, it is, I think, in our interest to also think of what brings me joy and what can I give and how can I make a living out of it? Because we are also talking about money. I mean, I think a lot of my audience is a bit like me who for years have done left, right and center, all sorts of things, but never really cracked the money bit, you know, who struggle to think whether they're worth it, whether what they do is worth it, etc. where you have a time to claim that you can have both, you can create value and be paid for it. We always feel that as human beings, we should be helping for free. I struggled for that and it. For no. many years. I think mean, that's no. a family thing. Don't value well. it. Yeah. No, no, no. Right. And the more value you give people, you can charge because, and the more value you give people, the more fulfilled you will be as well. Yes. But, yes. but I, I don't believe in working for free. No, no. If yeah. you found your real purpose and you're giving it to people, your time is precious. Your gift is precious. Yeah, so. it's a learning process. But so, okay, and you had you had three tips also from Destiny International, didn't you? You had three key words, if I'm not mistaken. There was certainty, purpose, and clarity, right? Yes. So tell us a bit more about that. Well, we live in an uncertain world, so we, we need to be certain about our identity. If we don't know who we are, what are we doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Who are we as parents if we don't know who we are? Can we really expect our children to know who they are? So we do need to be certain. And the tip I would give people is go back to a time when you were certain. Mm. Because that's who you are. Yes. That's yes. who you are. And when things were going well for you, when things were flowing, when you were, for example, an entrepreneur, Let's say your parents didn't have enough money to buy a bicycle for you, but you sold all your toys and you succeeded and you bought that bicycle for yourself. You're being an entrepreneur or right. you're being the best. You're at your peak. So stay there because that that person within you never, never dies. Right. To express. It wants to express. What a beautiful message. That, that's exactly how I feel, but you've worded it very, very well. Thank so you. you have your certainty and yes. that gives you then your purpose, right? Yes. Your certainty, 
your your purpose, your brilliance, and then your vision. Yes. And then your vision. And then it's a question of actually implementing the vision, right? In in actually moving forward. Yes. I know you do a lot. You do a lot on social media as well. And people will make sure in the show notes we have how can people get hold of you and book or, or at least find out a little bit more about these these brilliant sessions. So I mean to me, when I think most of us have flaffed around for quite a few years with our own self-development. I have something like three tons of books in the back there, you know, <laughs> self-development books, plus the times when people have managed to convince me to be coached by them. And sure, sure, each time you do get more insights. But to me, the idea of, you know, one day and you just really crack the code, that sounds really worthy to me. Make sure we have all those details in, in the show notes. Now, let's get back to schools because you, so you, you're doing this for adults, right? So, so you're helping adults find their brilliance and, and examine also, if I understood well, you also help them examine whether entrepreneurship is the right thing for them. I mean, there might be people yes. for whom, you know, at age 50 plus, it's, it's, no longer the right thing or in line with who they truly are. So that's also a reality. It's not that we're pushing everybody Absolutely. to be an entrepreneur, yes. right? So Some people say, actually, I'm a, an introvert and I, I would like to create a product, which is right. also very, very important. And what I encourage entrepreneurs to do is to have a service and a product. So right. you can be making money while you're sleeping. Right, so, right, exactly. Right. Yes, I think that's, I'm totally in that fine at the moment, you know, don't work for money, make money work for you, you know, the rich yes, dad, poor absolutely. dad idea. And I think a lot of us just didn't ever get that. I think I've been also galloping behind money for years and I'm a bit like, okay, it's time to, you know, have money coming yes. in when I'm also yes. doing other things, looking after my future grandchildren or traveling or writing my own books, etc. Okay, let's come back to children then. So now you're launching this for children and you have an organization, it's called Schools. Leadership Schools is my Swedish foundation and I have a Canadian foundation, which I've just started and it's called teachershere.world. And it's to empower teachers, empower parents, empower principals to principals to be great leaders, parents to right. be exceptional parents that bring out who bring out the, the brilliance of their children. Also for students. So we are we are looking for coaches and teachers who want to go back into schools and be entrepreneurial coaches. Wow. for children but so, i can imagine schools would be desperate for this i mean i think schools are very much aware that they're failing to fulfill the world is changing so fast you know curriculum can't keep up with that they're desperately holding on to something which they know is already crumbling in their hands because it's not what we need anymore school has to prepare the, the future civilians let's say the people of tomorrow whereas we don't even know what tomorrow offers so it, it has to be a different mindset that it comes from as well Absolutely. so will you be rolling that out in schools as well or then you you've trained people to do it wherever they are absolutely uh in schools, in person and online, our mission is to transform 195 schools worldwide. So one school in one town in every country in the world. So can you imagine that you learn three languages by the time you're seven years old? Wow. Then when you're seven, you do this. You can say to your parents, this is who I am, mom and dad. This is what I'm up to. And in five years, this is what I will accomplish. 
because children are ready for that. Yeah. And they're not scared. They haven't yet burnt their wings like we have. Or no. a bit like, oh, I can't do no. that. I don't know. No, no they go for no. it, right? The world no, is there. I just saw a young, young boy in Sweden. He was seven years old. And I said, what, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? And he said, well, I'm very clear. I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm going to be a doctor. And I'm going to learn sign language. And I said, are you going to do all these three at once? Of course, he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, the what, sky's what the you, limit. What and then you find the energy to do it. And we all remember that, that thrill of waking up as a child with a project. You know, nothing's going to stop us. It's, it's, you know, we get out of bed at dawn. We're so excited about doing it. And that's what we need to access again for ourselves, but also for the, the children around us who are the future of tomorrow. And I feel for them, you know? I mean, everybody says, oh, the world that I grew up in, la, la, la. But I, I I, do feel for the children nowadays. It's it's not going the right way, I think. And, and all this that you say also about who am I? I mean, before seven is maybe okay, but, you know, my, my children are sort of big teenagers now, or actually they've gone beyond that. But, you know, it's how do you find out who you are when you're constantly bombarded with pictures and and how other people are and that you constantly feel that you're not enough I mean it's it's awful exactly. it really is awful so thank goodness for people like you Katerina okay do you have a few last words that you would like to say I would, I would say to people number one love yourself mm, that's a hard one usually right then you can love everybody else accept okay. yourself love yourself what other people have said about you is probably nonsense unless you know, they also love you <laughs> right and it probably reflects their own lack of knowing who they are you know it's like exactly. this generational thing that we just keep going up and it's time to break the mold and it's time to yeah to, to bring about a new a new generation of people who are in tune with who they are and who stay in tune with who they are as they develop they will develop of course a child of seven will go through lots of other things but still with that deep you know, central core knowledge of who you are and what makes you happy and what you're here for. So, yeah, I mean, this is absolutely amazing. I am going to straight away go and look up. So it's the, the Destiny International website, right, that we should look at? Destiny International 11, yes. yes. But the best way to reach me is Katerina Hansens Carlson on LinkedIn. On That's LinkedIn, right. I've got that here. So we shall put all of that in there. Thank you very, very much, Katerina, for your time today. Good luck with us. Well, first of all, everything that you're doing for us adults, but for everything that you're rolling out for the next generation, which is so needed. And also your book, which was it Born Brilliant? Oh, Born what a Brilliant. Name. What a With title. Kiki Palin. With Kiki Palin, who I interviewed a few weeks back here, an absolutely amazing woman full of light. And so, well, maybe we have both of you back when the book comes out and you can tell us absolutely. what we need to know. Yes, Thank you very that. much for the rest of you out there. Enjoy. Listen again if these words, you know, just listen them. Soak it all up so that you can also just be your own brilliance that you were born to be. All the best to you all. Bye. Thank you for listening. Now it is up to you to make it happen. Join me next week for another dose of empowering vitamins as we navigate the marvelous roller coaster we call life. Subscribe and let me know what you think we should be talking about. Take care out there. Bye-bye.